Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J. Okerson. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to The Bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Crackle, crackle, campers, what's up? This is Black Lou, and welcome back to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. Jay's mom called into the show to finally put to rest one of the most traumatic memories from The Bonfire host's childhood. Poor Jay. Curly mullet to me, always my mom's friends that had curly mullets were either one gay guys or dudes who like drove sports cars with the top down all the time. Like that was always a curly mullet guy for sure. I heard curly mullets were early indicators for herpes in the 90s where they're like also, curly yeah. perma wet mullet. That's if you hurt. go to if you vacation in South Florida in the 80s uh, and you were a girl looking to catch that dick, you're probably fucking a guy with groomed chest hair and uh, and a curly mullet for sure tan wears uh wears two loose tank tops at the same time one's pink one's blue and uh and, and maybe some yellow shorts i'm pretty sure a guy who looks like that just dug my mom out on one of her trips to florida <laughs> just dug her out dude <laughs> knowing all my phone calls uh when i was a little kid and she was in the bahamas actually it was just getting <laughs> ripped up by a dude like that in, in a tiki hut <laughs> absolutely you're at your you're at your mom mom's worried about if you're gonna have crust on your sandwich and she's doing fucking kamikazes at 1 p.m with a guy named fucking Ethan. <laughs> you know what's funny i think i may have said this on the show so my apologies if i did but i know everyone didn't hear this but uh in actuality on that trip i went to florida i was in florida to stay with my dad's brother and and my cousin who i just again i didn't know them very well and i was a very as a kid i was me and christine talk about this a lot how different we were when i was a kid i did not like being away from home my grandmothers are my moms and that was it um i did not like being away from uh the house at all and shit 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 pothead losing train of thought you're talking about being in florida your mom was in the bahamas my mom was in the bahamas yeah getting dug out my mom yeah getting dug out (laughs) (laughs) i was already hating i was already hating being away from home they took me to see uh jaws for the revenge in the movie theater which takes place in the bahamas Oh, I remember. Yeah. And my mom told me that day, she's like, when I talked to her earlier in the day, she goes, yeah, we're going to ride a banana boat today. And in the movie, Jaws yeah. eats a banana boat full of people <laughs> and freaked out by it. And I ran back home at nighttime. You know, it was like now it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night or so uh, coming up. And I'm frantically calling, you know, the number I have for her at her hotel. And she is not answering. And not only is she not answering because she's not in the room, my picture is probably more. She's in the room letting it ring leaving her baby to be afraid that his mom's dead from shark attack, a revenge shark attack, no less. And, uh, and just probably just getting spit roasted by shitheads that have with shell necklaces, dude. Yeah, dude. Went with another one of her whore bag friends, dude. And I know they were just getting it in, dude. It was a role reversal in that hotel room. That dude's banana boat ate your mom's shark, dude. 
He turned the tables, dude. <laughs> my mom's shark ate his banana boat. How many times if she would have picked up, you know what I mean? Was a guy with a boner would have told her it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Take the call. You must call my should I call my mom and ask her if she boned on that trip? Yeah. Absolutely. In the meantime, I'm laughing because I just pictured your mom getting boned to Michael Jackson. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mom? Yeah. Hey, I have you on you're on Bonfire right now. Hi everybody from Bonfire. Hi. Very good to be able to hear. You're on Bonfire. I was talking about when I was a, a young boy. What year were we talking here? 19, 1987. Okay. Uh, your son was <laughs> shipped off to stay with a uh, distant family he was uncomfortable with. So you and your friend, who I can only describe as remembering looking like an 80s slut, Joanne. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 And then she goes, oh, we went to the Bahamas. And then I remember the, the, the big story was the night that I couldn't get a hold of you. I was nervous because you were in the Bahamas going on a banana boat. And then we watched. Yes, and you thought I was going to be eaten by a shark. Yes. yes. Now, what I've never asked you before, <laughs> you didn't answer. Is it a strong chance, Mom, that you were getting the old sausage from a couple of Bahamas <laughs> shitheads? And be honest with me. Talk real with me. No, because that's after I got home. What? <laughs> after I got home. Uh, well, oh, you were already home when I went to the movies? But, yes. Oh, I was still in the Bahamas when you left that message. Yes. Yeah. But in, as an adult, we could all say now, Mom, you went to the Bahamas to get it in. With I some did. Of the, you did. You went to the Bahamas. But I did not. You didn't go to hook up. I didn't. You didn't hook up in the Bahamas once. Not once. The pictures only looked like I did. You're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. No, I'm not. I did not. Mom, you brought Joe home the first night you met him at a club, and he I is did. Now, and he is now my thirty plus year stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. However, um, the Bahamas. No, I. I was a good girl in the Bahamas, actually. What was your friend Joanne doing? Was she taking your Was she taking your portion? No, she was actually a good girl too. She had a boyfriend at home. I know. Actually, a fiance at home. I don't know why you're lying to me like I'm your boyfriend. I know you guys were sluts <laughs> down there. You were such sluts. No, we weren't. We were good. We just drank a lot. We're all fine with it. Well, Soder's disappointed in you, but the rest I'm not of disappointed are... at all. I think that's wonderful. I probably, if my luck would be the opposite. My mom would be like, I met several friends down there. I'd be like, stop it. <laughs> it was actually, if I remember, um, yeah, me and Joanne ended up uh, riding home from the booze cruise with those two guys. Yeah, I remember the OP, ta the OP tank top guys. Shout out. You know who wore OP tank top? Um, My father, Gary. Let me think. It was a lot of years ago. Jay, I respect. Yeah, they just come up into they just came up into our room and drank. Mm -hmm. There was really nothing. Uh-huh. They didn't know really tremendously, Jay, but she is lying right now. <laughs> this story keeps changing. At one point, your mom goes, uh, no, you're right. I wasn't home yet. That's right. I was still in the Mom, those guys didn't try anything in your room. They came to your room to drink and didn't try anything. Oh, I didn't say that they didn't try. There we go. There it is. There it is, yeah. I didn't say that they, I didn't, say that they didn't try. Did they present? Were they showers? 
You are such a sick human being. That's why I love you. Yeah. <laughs> what do those guys do? Tell me, I'll let you go in a second. But what are the, how do those guys try? What do they say? Were they doing the old, like, you guys want to play truth or dare? I, I'm putting myself in the situation of the guys that I've been in a bunch of times in my life. And you're like, ah, what's next? To, uh, hey, you guys want to, like, I mean, anybody here want to no, could make I, how good they aren't making out? <laughs> it's funny to hear I you just back. think, yeah, I just think it, it, it started out with making out, and it really didn't get any further with that because me and Joanne were actually good girls that day. Oh, well, she made out, and she had a boyfriend. Oh, you guys are such sluts. Yeah. But I didn't have a boyfriend. Remember when there were no guys? I, I didn't have a boyfriend at the time, so it was okay. Did you grab? Did you uh? Did you grab the any guys wiener over his umbros? Oh, dude, yeah. you don't think those tiny bathing suits were fucking? Oh, I didn't. I, I was, I was semi good. Wait, let me think. Was I was I dating Jr. at that point? Mom, you keep changing even your level of good you were. You're adding more adjectives in front of it. She goes, All right, out of ten, out of ten on the whore scale, I was a seven nine. Well, everything's like a, there's like a new word in front of good. She goes, look, I was Tijuana good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was actually really good. No, I didn't do anything. I wasn't a bad girl that day. Or that week. That day. That was right before I started respiratory school. Right. You were trying to get I it in before did life that, got like, real. Right before, right before respiratory school. Started. She goes, oh, no, we're not talking like 85. Now, 85 was fucking nuts. She goes, 87. I, I had calmed no, down. I'm trying to think of when I, I started. No, it was... 80 when did i start i don't even remember anymore um 80 respiratory school or fucking six <laughs> 86 you started respiratory school um no i started respiratory school in 87 yeah that's when jaws revenge came out yeah after you got plugged up on a vacation with your friends mom i know something happened what did they guys do they play with your boobs did you go did you take over them on oh honest to god if you want me to make up stuff, I can. Are one of these guys my father? Talk to me. <laughs> no. You're already five years old. No, you were already here. You were worried about me getting eaten off of a banana boat by a shark. Yeah, you were getting eaten out in a goddamn hotel room instead. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was a good girl. Mom, I'm that's Don Johnson. I was with Don Johnson. Yeah, Jay, can you ask for me to I, just mean uh, kissing to her? Does making she send them home, home frustrated? Jacob would like to know if making out just means kissing to you, or do you send these guys home frustrated? I think Jacob's asking my mother if you gave this guy an HJ. Yeah. I did not. I didn't. I really didn't. I was so good. You know what? Mom, I got to be honest. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. But the way you're saying it, like you were so good, you keep giving yourself a real pat on the back for finally <laughs> one time in your life not jacking off every guy you meet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I learned. I learned not to do that anymore. I did not. I did not. I was. I was a good girl. I bet your hands smelled like bleach and salt a little bit when it was all over. If you know what I'm saying, I think you do. Um, I love you, mom, and we'll. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll call you later. I love you too. Jay, Dan, our wonderful, amazing third Mike, Joe DeRosa, and guest Shane Gillis were floored by the Netflix trailer for not one but three new improv specials from the comedy duo Middle Ditch and Schwartz. This led to an in-depth discussion about the art of improv. Trailers are a big thing in comedy to me, I think. And I don't like many of them. So in fairness to them, I'll say that. But I mean, I'm always blown away by like, this is the stuff you picked for showing like these fucking moments. Like 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The only people this is improv is fake. It's a fake thing. It's like bodybuilding. The only people in that audience laughing right now are other improvers that couldn't do it. That are going. <laughs> Hold on. Calling improv bodybuilding might be my favorite thing you've ever seen. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like bodybuilding audiences are all other bodybuilders being like sure. that. You have no idea how hard it is <laughs> to sculpt the, the glute like that. The improv audiences are all improv people that couldn't do it that are sitting there being like, you have no idea how hard it is to come up with a German uh, cake shop owner routine. Dude, on the spot like that. That's the only people that give a shit. My ex, my ex, asking for it. Who's asking for this version of comedy? That's what Whereas, I'm saying. Uh, my ex girlfriend who moved to LA, uh, who we've told about stories on, who's smoking hot, but just like an actress and like really acted like an actress. She joined Groundlings in LA, and you can just like it's like one of those things where you could just pay your way to keep doing it. You know what I mean? But then she yeah. like. Dude, the last thing she texted me, and we don't talk. We don't ever talk, but sometimes... Like, Dan, I have to go. Me and, me and my class are going to walk around and act like cats. Dude, <laughs> Jay, I swear to God. Jay, I swear to God. I was with Katie, and I got a text, and I told her. I was like, oh, my ex is texting me, and I showed her what she texted, because she was like, it was like the week my HBO special was coming out, and she's like, I had a vision about your uncle, and I was like, What? And she's like, I had a vision about your uncle. And I'm like, I don't talk to that guy, so I don't care. I just shut it down immediately. I was like, he's a piece of shit. I don't talk to him. And she's right. like, okay, well, I thought I'd let you know. And also, like, this week I have my Groundlings show on Sunday. And it's just like, so I'm so stressed out. And I was like, bitch, I have an HBO hour special coming out on Saturday. What are you talking about, you narcissist? But you could prepare for that. Like you can't prepare for the prov. You know, it's like you have to go. Yeah. Just I mean, when I'm empty and open, I'm telling you right now, when I'm zip zap zopping, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. I, I don't mean, know what's gonna happen. It's like, what are you stressed out about? Whatever goes down, goes down, lady. It's gonna go. As long as you say words, it appears any idiot who sits in that audience will laugh at it. Dude, it's just words. Stand-ups watching, stand-ups watching improv really is like hockey players watching uh, figure skating. But that was the whole point of my ex-girlfriend story is that like she has no, she doesn't want to do comedy. She's just it, doing it because it's something to do. Some are saying she's the next diddle ditch. Yeah. <laughs> improv is a fucking, it's a pyramid scheme. Like you said, yeah. you buy in and you keep paying in to keep going. For Christ's sakes, look, I've performed many times at UCB. I've met some of the UCB people. They're nice people. But look at that facility on Sunset Ave in L.A. It looks like a fucking Scientology center. Do you I know anybody say, that has become a professional improver <laughs> in history? <laughs> this is the that. first professional improv thing I've ever seen happen. I would say, <laughs> I would say improv is the Scientology of comedy. You could just keep paying to get to these yeah. weird different levels. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Be like a muscle building tool to wait. be able to write sketch with other people. Damn. Uh, what did you say? There's levels? There's levels? Yeah, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, there's rankings. No, oh, dude, you go like yes. you do. Like UCB was like. A rank up. Yeah, you can like pay, you have to pay like six hundred bucks to do the first round of classes. And then you do another like two oh one where you're like, oh, now I know how to act like a true dude for real. Yeah, dude. You get to teach. You keep paying until you get to be the teacher to take other people's money. So, oh my it's God. so fucking dumb. It's and then they boiler leave. room, dude. It's improv is boiler room. Dude, one of the ones that really is it's just phones on the ground and people missing money. They I remember one of the most aggravated I would get was when I waited tables at Dos Caminos and I would like 
you know, be going and doing these soul Joel gigs on the weekends or just fucking eating it on the road as like a as a feature. And I'd come back and these fucking waiters that I'd be waiting tables with, they'd be like, Yeah, stand up seems pretty hard. I'm taking a class at UCB and I'm getting into it. And I just like love it. And it made me want to just fucking power bomb them through a table every time. And yeah. and by the way, by the way. Oh, we did a thing the crowd suggested and they loved it. Go fuck yourself. Get up at a soldier gig, like you just said, and do shit the crowd doesn't want to hear and make it work. Do you know how fucking hard that is? It's always so like it's always like that too. Like like that's sir, that fat lady you're talking to is my wife. I didn't know this car could float. We're not in a car. We're in a boat. <laughs> the thing evan said though about like isn't this just a stepping stone for some other kind of con- yes evans that's why the most famous improvers of all time are second city they all became saturday night live and sctv and the first thing the network said to both them were write something down <laughs> got them there, they were like that's, I mean, no the no you're not lines. doing any of that <laughs> write it all down now the tenderloins were an improv troupe, and that developed into impractical jokers. Like it always felt to me like improv is supposed to be like. Wait, the tenderloins did improv? Oh, they're an improv troupe. That's like what they were for twenty years, and it's something <laughs> where I'm like, God <laughs> oh, damn, that's got a. I think Sal, you were supposed away. to be like a stepping stone into. I feel like it's supposed to be like workshop in the same way actors do scene study. Now, for comics, you guys don't have anything to. It's all just open mics, and it's all just self sustained, but. I totally understand like the exercises and stuff to grow into like comedic timing with other people. Christine, shut the fuck up. That's insane. <laughs> what you're saying. These stand-ups are so snide. <laughs> no, listen, I'll tell you, I think Sal, when we were away, said to me, he was like, he's like, bad improv is the worst, but that's usually what you see. And really great improv is great. And and maybe, but I, I don't know. I've, I have not given much of it a chance because the even the slightest bit of it I've ever seen has made me want to headbutt a fucking nail. I mean, just <laughs> guys, I'm going to eat 70 milligrams of edibles and watch all three hours tonight. <laughs> you know what, Dan? I got a bottle to kill on myself. I might match you with that. Well, guess what? I'll see you on the other side. How sad would you be if you just start giggling like it just caught you and funny. you're like, oh, man, these guys are really funny. No, no, no. You know what would make me laugh? What would is her the... deal with these guys? What the... <laughs> what do you mean? Never forget, Evan's got her start in comedy at a club where magicians perform. <laughs> Every <laughs> night. She's tainted. <laughs> Trying to put him over like she has money involved in the, yeah. proje- in the project. <laughs> I, listen, I understand these guys are talented actors, but they both remind me of like guys you work with that tell you to do the paperwork. They're like, you yes. didn't do your paperwork. You're like, right. by the way, by the way, absolutely. Dan, you're right. Just act. You don't have to do both things. <laughs> Yeah, they're it's passive good, yeah, straight good. white men. They're passive straight white men. They're office guys. They're the they're the they're they're the bosses in office yeah. space. You know what they are? They're uh yeah, I call those uh when you get to do you know when you feed the animals, like the uh that part of the zoo where they put you in with those animals. <laughs> the petting part? Yeah, the, the petting, petting zoo. zoo. Yeah. The petting zoo. God yeah. damn, Dan. You gotta cut back on that reefer, son. No, I know. I'll <laughs> what do you call the zoo with the animals you can touch? Dude, that's happened to me. And I you don't know. Your hand, you can rub your hand, you can rub your hand across their fur mr mr fucking nice guy middle ditch over here on the left is the guy that did the interview in playboy like six months yeah ago, 
where he was basically <laughs> like, I, as soon as I got married, I convinced my wife I needed to fuck other women. You know, yeah. and was so really, really? Good, but I talked her down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah she, wasn't, she wasn't into it, right? Well, yeah, that got kind of like, rules, uh, okay. Yeah, you just, Middle Ditch rules. You just flipped uh, Shane on Middle Ditch. Actually, yeah, I might have flipped myself, putting, Shane. If he's putting his fucking sniz, if he's, you know, putting sniz in order, like if he's like locking it down and, tell, and be like, I got to go work, and then going on stage and be like, boop, 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 boop. By the way, <laughs> by the way, his wife, Shane, <laughs> so he's, he's getting double blowjobs, and he's going, give her some, give her some. And then he goes out, and he's like, well, this whole ice cream shop hasn't been open in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he's a... Uh, by the way, he, she's not concerned. He's like, he's just getting, he's getting improv groupie pussy. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I didn't realize he was on Silicon oh, Valley. I, I was like, where did these guys come from that Netflix would just give them a special? And I'm like, oh, they're already famous. That's like what they do. Yeah, this yeah, guy's, yeah. this guy's side, specials. this guy's side pussy is wearing elf ears as we speak. It's unbearable for me to watch. I think they're all faking it in improv audiences. I think it's oh. a great tool. It's a yeah. great tool. And they're great actors, but man, you should perfect that tool in, in privacy. I don't know how we've played it in audiences. Yeah. They uh improv improv kids really fucking hate me. That's great. Uh I'll look at tw Twitter and shit. It's always improv people being like, Remember Shane Gillis? What a because they all want SNL. Yeah, because you like, got, I the, got thing... there, the one thing they're all working for. Yeah, you so got the thing. Like, That's their only he answer. Sucked. He probably he probably didn't have any good characters. He didn't even complete the third tier of UCB. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe Lord. I did it without their fucking classes. Yeah, you didn't pay $9,000 to get into SNL. Hey, everybody. This is DJ Lou. And on this week's Quarantine Lost Tapes, everyone's holed up in their homes and find out who's binge eating, who's exercising, and who's fucking check it out i don't know about you guys i have writer's block like i've never had in my fucking life dude like yeah, no, I that's i think that's I've a writer's I think, block. i've had writer's block since 2007 <laughs> <laughs> i think across the board two things that i've noticed comedians aren't writing jokes or most comedians i know aren't writing jokes number two people are fucking less for sure yeah. becky says no but also your husband lived away from yeah. you for seven years yeah no matter what it's yeah. like, if, 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 becky, if it's once a month it's it's more yeah becky can't be judged because she's having soldier returned home sex kiss me in times square after we beat the japs sex <laughs> dude <laughs> you and you and dan you and your chick are a relatively new relationship yeah and what would you say if you could because it's probably countable unless i'm uh, unless i'm crazy how many times since since you've been there 24 7 have you guys knocked it out under 10 under 10 yeah dude yeah me and christine definitely under 10 for sure and that's on you know what like I'll, I'll take the blame on that that's on me it's also like weird to get the timing like the rhythm of when you usually do stuff it's like post bonfire is my best yeah. bone time <laughs> that's what i'm fucking <laughs> hopping out of the room all fired up oh yeah See, that's not me. I, not I, lie. I don't do the, all the second half of the show with pants on. I just am over here plumping up. <laughs> we don't. Uh, we don't take showers usually before bonfire. So right after bonfire would be not a good time. We're nighttime fuckers, but the problem is by nighttime it's like we got two slices of pizza and a donut. <laughs> and you're like, Dude, we already we already looked at each other and did the 
do you want to do some Taco Bell tonight? And it was like, yeah. And it was like, well, now the window, now there's clouds rolling into Cape Canaveral. The launch is severely restricted. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not a, that's out. not a get up and fuck meal. Oh man. Are you kidding me? Having quesadilla and chalupas sloshing around in your tummy, trying to bang it out. <laughs> well, me, me and Christine historically in our lives have tried, have tried to race fuck the delivery person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're like, and it's off. And there he is, Jay's headed towards his nut, and around the corner right. comes Christine's had to answer the door uh in a robe several times because we did not win. <laughs> so funny, dude. So funny when you gotta pull over with a fucking hard one and just go get your food. The and best, then you're part, like, <laughs> the best part is how many times the best time part is how many times for sure. Cause you know the way my apartment's laid out. That Christine has opened that door, and a guy just, if he just looked over Christine's shoulder, just sees like a fat bedroom. <laughs> 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 with your tits up in the air and your stomach on. Well, Christine's about to just run right out of the room and not reclose the door because she's wearing, like, she's covered now, and just my fucking, my dinger just poking up in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hello. You just do yeah. that. See, well, I hey think- there. I think for couples, it's gone down. But Joe, I would imagine if I were by myself right now, I would be masturbating like a son of a bitch, like a circus yeah. chick. I will say this. Uh, uh, yeah, I've had some uh, I've had some interactions, not physically, Ooh. not physically. But yeah, I've had some interactions. Uh, no, the beat off what, at, at the most at the most once a day. And there are, oh, there are days funny. where I don't do it at all. Yeah, but I feel like everyone's holding on to their nuts. Everyone's squirreling during this pandemic. I I will say this, which is odd uh, for me. My recover time is much faster now. Usually, like I've always been the kind of guy, like if I bang, I'm like, I'm good for cruise about two weeks on this one. You know, I'm a, I'm a camel. I could I could bang and I can go for a while. I go via Kong, dude. You know what I mean? Just I can go, go on nothing for weeks. I'll just, I'll just go in the shit. But. Uh, late. That's, a, that's a single guy's mechanism, uh, I guess. I don't feel. I don't think I have that at all. Like if I'm go, it's generally also if I fuck, like I, if I think Christine will back this up, right? So if, if we fuck, we tend to fuck for a few days, and then maybe not for like you know four or five. Yeah, but you never really spent any time single. It's like you were either in a relationship or what you were doing was like kind of exciting by mm-hmm. nature. I feel like when I was single, I would say like. I wasn't a girl that would go out and like fuck a stranger every night at the bar, but about like once a month, I was like, I need to get laid. Yeah. And so I think you can kind of just like, you know, you can kind of sustain for a little bit longer. Sure. I will say this. Uh, it is, co- it has cost me. It's not every relationship, but it has cost me relationships. My lack of. No, dude, I've had, I mean, I I've think- had women get absolutely furious with me about it. I think that's something that's never discussed about relationships is that like the the lack of sex and how there's like no communication because I think guys are always expected to be like the chick doesn't want to fuck and I'm over here just trying to fuck whatever but I've had relationships where I just don't want to have sex that's one of the relationships was over the the shitty one that was on reality tv i was like there get that but that was before she's on reality tv we were dating i was like i don't want anything to do with you yeah that's then, rough, man. And then I think it's me. I'm like, oh, I'm all fucked up. And it's like, oh, no, that was just me not wanting to be in the relationship. Or they were bad at fucking. Yeah. I mean, like, there's times where I harass Katie like a construction worker in this. 
where she's just like walking by and I'm just like grabbing at her. I'm like, hey, what's up? Where are you going? And she's like, I got to do stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sweet ass. <laughs> I am going to the kitchen. And I'm like, yeah, you have to do stuff. Here, yeah. let me introduce you to stuff. And you pull yeah. out your hog. <laughs> Heat up those buns. <laughs> But then there's also there's also times where I'm just like, eh, I want to be fat and lay on a couch. Yeah, dude. We've had that now being in like a long, you know, I was never in a long term relationship before Jay. And so it's kind of something that you have to almost come to terms with and you have to figure out. And it's like there's been times where if we don't fuck for a week or two, I'm very I'm like, you're we're, you're not attracted to me anymore. And you're not this and you're not that. And I would put it all outwards. Where, you know, you kind of go, you're like, not every point in your life is a sexy time. And when you're in a relationship with somebody for years, there might be some periods of time in your life, whether it's grief or you just have a lot going on where it's like, you're just not feeling that. And it's not necessarily the other person. Yeah, it's a really good point. I think during the quarantine, it's hard to feel sexy when I'm slowly getting toddler body. I'm just eating yeah. all my like male definition that I have is gone. And now it's just becoming like <laughs> torso with a belly. And I'm just like, I like peanut butter jelly sandwiches late. I, you know, it's funny too. I was so ashamed of how my, my big fat tits were getting. And, and like, oh, dude, you just plump me, you just plump me up, Joe. You just caught, you just caught Katie a harassment getting all plumped up talking about your fat tits. I'm going to get out there and be like, what are you doing? Hi. <laughs> I was, I was so like ashamed of it. Like I was like at that point where I was looking in the mirror, like uh, you fucking asshole. God damn it! Like I was getting mad, myself. and then I got back on Prozac, and now I just look in the mirror and I'm like, "What are you gonna do? You're getting some titties. It's okay." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> only accepted it. I don't need to be ashamed of myself. I'm proud of myself. Sorry, I'm so fucking thick and juicy. Sorry, I'm a ju- mean- sorry, I'm a juicy berry <laughs> just walking around. <laughs> I'm eating pretty garbage for sure, but I get like such like eater's guilt. So like I'll eat and then I like angry, like angry at myself, do like sit ups and push ups. You're an animal. What's wrong with you? Why do you do this to yourself? This is barely doing anything now. You're this is worthless at this point. What you're doing, <laughs> turd. Hey, this is Big J Okerson, and I hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.